All right. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. What do we, we got first, Evan? Why don't you Why don't you pull it out of your nice little branded Trillium bag over here? <laughs> little friggin' fanboy. Is that a Trillium headband you're wearing, Evan? <laughs> Is that a Trillium thong? <laughs> <laughs> when you bent over to grab those beers. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call them thongs over there. They call them whale tails. Because <laughs> you're in whale country. <laughs> And we're back. Trillium! Welcome back. Oh, Episode 49, what Matt just said, Trillium. Too soon. I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm Matt. Too soon. I'm Evan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm... Why do you I'm always have problems? <laughs> Why do you always Bartobius. have problems stating your names? <laughs> That's Zach. <laughs> and uh, as Matt so uh, loudly proclaimed, it's Trillium time. It's too well, so it's well, so. You love to see it, folks. Trillium. Trillium doesn't even pay their employees a fair wage. What? <laughs> what? Oh, is that <laughs> where true? did that come from? No, there was some news back back in the day where this disgruntled employee was upset that when they moved locations, they had reset everybody's like pay back to base pay. Well, that's kind of shitty, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what I'm <laughs> happy with that. But then he also leaked that they were just adding straight tequila to their tequila barrel-aged beers and not actually aging them. <gasps> They're just dumping tequila in the, in oh, the I beer. I can respect a shortcut. What? I mean, it's free alcohol, really, right? I mean, it's <laughs> wrong, but... That's why I buy a Bud Light and tequila and just you're mix just, them together. You're going like, to make this episode be a sad aged. episode. Sad? Now, every time we taste it, we're going to have these thoughts in the back of our mind. Well, well they're, they're, they're facts are the facts. Dogs, facts are the facts. Fair enough. Well, are we going to say anything or are we just going to get right into it? Let's get right into it. Uh, this is episode two of the night. Two of the night. For anyone that didn't listen to episode 48, did we figure out who was number 49? We did not. We're about to. I don't think anybody looked. So I went to the Trillium downtown Boston. Okay. Uh, it was tucked behind a whole bunch of buildings and then it opened up into like this little courtyard looking thing. It was pretty cool. I would imagine that their space is quite high to rent so their beers were expensive. Like $10 plus per 12 ounce pour. No, that's just truly I'm trying to price gouge people. Well, this is also downtown Boston. Oh, so, that's fair. Yeah. That's that's my reasoning behind it. But yeah. I mean, so they're... Their cans and their bottles were average price for here and everything. What about um, instead of a jersey number, we go with Rocky Marciano? Yes, I was looking at that too. 49 wins, heavyweight champion. All right. 43 knockouts. Can you believe that? 43 knockouts out of 49 is amazing. Never last. Rocky Marciano. I don't even know if I can do 49 crunches. I know I can. I can do crunches. (laughs) Sit ups? You lost me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> this is kind of exciting because Evan didn't tell us what beers he got from the breweries. He just brought them back. And we knew what breweries they were from, but we don't know what beers they were. Yeah. I don't think you guys know. You, I think, yeah, you know one of the beers because I sent a picture to it. 
of it. I don't remember though. Okay, good. Yeah, perfect. So. Well, I mean, I was excited the when you said can is like not on properly. <laughs> yeah, I was really disappointed in it. What like the they heck? don't let you pick the cans; they just go in the back and grab them. Well, it's that's fine. I mean, the beer's still the same, but it's like the label is all crooked on this can. You need to take pictures, you, you fool. Take pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> the first beer we have in the old Trillium Brewing Show is Melcher Street India Pale Ale. This is packaged in a 16-ounce pint can at 7.2% ABV. Melcher Street. Melcher Street. Where streets street are paid Boston. with match. It tells it shows a diagram of some streets and one street's highlighted, so Jeremiah, have you ever been milched? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Me too. Only sexually. Yeah. <laughs> there was one drunken night. God, I hope that doesn't mean anything actually. That was the night you got riffy, dude. I gotta look it up what melched means now. Melched in me. <laughs> so don't say that. E, uh, yielding easily to pressure. So probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have been melched. You've been melched? Yep. Hate to see it. Did you look it up at Urban Dictionary? No, it's just a dictionary. No, what about Urban Dictionary? Well, in the normal dictionary it says yielding easily to pressure. Oh, it, really? Yeah, in an Urban Dictionary, a melch means that feeling you get when you want something so bad. Don't read the next but one. But you know you have to work hard for it. <laughs> Okay. That girl came across the room as drop dead gorgeous. I need to melch and get her number. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like I say, I say don't read the next definition. We really oh my me. god! <laughs> Let's not do that. Is it rated, rated R? Let's is. just say if you want to know the true definition of melch, please don't look it up on Urban Dictionary <laughs> number two. Now I'm curious. A person with facial expressions of a slug is also a melch. <laughs> but this is according to Urban Dictionary. These aren't real dictionaries. We should dictionary. add an Urban Dictionary segment to every show. We should. And, and just add, just say a word. Or we'll name. incorporate it now. This is the first episode we're incorporating uh, Urban Dictionary. Melch. Melch. Melch is the first <laughs> definition. We better move on. And let's move on. To the beer that we just poured. <laughs> yeah. And right. we're going to go ahead and move on to the first beer that we just poured. Melch. Melcher Street. Melcher Street. <laughs> Melcher. What is this beer? If they call it Melcher Street. <laughs> I <laughs> know. <laughs> All right, Not so like this, this beer pours out nice and golden. What the fuck is with that this label? Is bright, a lot of stone fruit on this one. Bright, like maybe some peach, a little bit of mango. Ooh, that smells great. That smells lovely. You're right. A lot of stone fruits. Yeah, that's, that smells really delicious. delicious. That gets me. It does not smell like mulch at all. Beautiful head, but agitated. Wow, that's some tightly packed. But smells um. Kind of delicate. Not it's much. A little floral. Yeah. yeah. Very floral. I'm going in. Let's go for it. I do get floral. Yeah. It is delicate. Hmm. It's kind of sweet. Soft. 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 Pretty soft. For sure. Not, not really any hop bitterness so much. I don't really get any. It's more mid-palate. Like yeah, definitely not in the finish. You don't get any real hop bitterness on the finish. Uh yeah, you, you do get that floral characteristic up front, then a little bit yeah. of like citrus. But it's such an inviting beer. Yeah, it is a month old. Mm. Keep that in mind. I feel like it's just like it wants you to keep coming back in. Washes away pretty quick, but yeah, it's, it's actually pretty like effervescent. 
Like the the hop or not the hop, but the carb is it's pretty highly carved actually. Yeah, kind of prick, it is. prickles the tongue for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with it. I can do seven point two. That that drink's really smooth. No way, that's seven point two. Seven point two, same same as uh, elevated. Wow, well, it's really delicate that's for seven point two. Like that. Yeah, that is really weird to think about. This is like super soft and floral yeah. and delicate yeah, compared, to the, compared to the abrasiveness of elevated. Yeah. Elevated is just like I'm gonna beat you with a hammer. Of hops. And you be, will like hops. Yes. You will like hops. <laughs> I like the labels of their IPAs. I think they're great. I'm so excited. I'm glad that. Uh, their branding's pretty cool. Again, we'd like to thank Evan for bringing down some Treehouse, yeah. some Trillium, thank you, sir. And, uh, Night Shift. And Night Shift from last episode. You're a brave yes. man. Much appreciated. You're very welcome, guys. Uh, the next beer we have from. Trillium Brewing is Vicinity Double IPA. This is packaged in a 16-ounce pint can at 8% ABV. And this one is just three weeks old. No, two weeks old. Should we open dictionary? Two weeks old. you love to see it. Only two weeks old. This is the freshest beer we have, we've had This tonight. beer is super hazy. And man, it smells great. Wow. It smells dinky. It smells juicy. But yeah, yeah, that's no, I get like super sweet fruit. Oh, I get orange juice. <laughs> Are you being serious, Evan? No, I'm dead serious. I get orange like, juice. Do you not like orange juice? No, I'm just tired of it. I get ma- I get like oh, melons. I, I like orange juice. You smell melon on there? Yeah, I do. I do get like a melon. Mm, kind of like good. cantaloupe. Yeah, cantaloupe for sure. And we we would be. Remissed to not mention. Evolution is real. That's this is a hazy. You just do that to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> this is a New England IPA. Brewed in New England. Can I get a little bit of earthiness? Like way, yeah. way down. I was there. just about to say it's kind of like not dirty, but like from the air. I think my nose stopped working. Dirt? <laughs> Ten tap. My nose, yeah, it must have been the cocaine. Your nose is stuck. No, not not that much, but it's, it seems it's to the, not be working. It's too much of the. <laughs> it's been too much of the cocaine. You know I mean? Wait, no. Don't you dare! Do Going in for a sip. <laughs> oh, you can't find. It's already gone. The moment has passed. Wow, that is delicious. That is Ooh, good. Wow, that's so soft and delicate and fruity. It's like a. Nice vanilla at the end too, or something. I get, I get the cantaloupe. There is cantaloupe, like a, a note of cantaloupe. Definitely some sort of melon. Yeah. Mm. Like a not so ripe cantaloupe. Yeah, like you little, you got a little bit too close to the rind, but you also, yeah. but you still got a little you bit of sweetness sweet. too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're on the same. Dude, that's on this good. One. <laughs> it kind of, yeah, it kind of tastes like that piece of cantaloupe at the bottom of a Dion's fruit cup that's been in the juices of the other fruits, so it's a little oh. bit better than most standard cantaloupes. Okay. Nice description. Okay, I can get with that. <laughs> Are you against cantaloupe? No, I like cantaloupes. Okay. <laughs> Are you anti-cantaloupe? I know some people that are anti-cantaloupe, but that seems weird. Yeah, yeah that's weird. Not I, I will say I, I like cantaloupe, but I love a really, really ripe, juicy, sweet honeydew better. No, cantaloupe's better. 
Uh, always. Not too nuanced in the melons. Yeah, I'm not a big. <laughs> I can't. I don't eat a lot of fruits. Yeah, I'll tell you, I love me a good, nice pair of melons. I usually hang around. <laughs> I usually hang around the berries. That's it. One cantaloupe and one honeydew. Oh, you like those uh, berries? Different sizes. Do you like uh, all sorts of berries? Only, Dibble only berries. the main ones, not the big ones. <laughs> one, one green, one orange. <laughs> <laughs> you melancholy animals. Alright. Uh yeah, this is this is great. It's fruity and so soft and delicate. Oh, we recently had um we recently had tree hours on the show and this one kinda I think it can hang with those ones. Yeah. Yeah, this is a great IPA. This is fantastic. And a double IP for eight percent. Are you kidding me? Yeah, holy crap, you're right. This is it's thick. Yeah. It's got a nice mouthfeel. Yeah. Sometimes with those higher A V V double IPAs you get like too much sweetness going on. But this is not too much. It's sweet though. But it it's not sweet. overly sweet. No, no, no overtness there. It, it, right. it definitely works in this beer. This is great. Hmm. Digging it. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, cool. Let's do local because the uh, next three are just the same style. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Local spot next. I'm excited for this one. Where is this one at? <laughs> what? Thirsty <laughs> <laughs> This is kind of cool. Our local spotlight this week belongs to Thirsty Eye Brewing. I've never even heard of them. They're on Broadway, uh, pretty close to my work, Broadway and Central. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they, I think they opened up not too long ago, probably a couple months they've been around. Um, really? But they're also a little coffee shop. Oh, uh, Cute okay. little building. They've got a cool little bar top and and uh, seem like some real friendly people. So, looking forward to trying their beer out. I'm excited. Um, uh, it looks cool. So, I like the tag. Yeah, that's kind of different. They yeah, tag the growler instead of. Through, they slapped a tag on there, a little advertisement for an event they have coming up. Pretty cool. It, it sounds like it would kind of be monkish-esque, but it's a big old postcard that looks really bad. What do you mean? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like it. It's They're trying to get their name out there, so they give you this nice big... It's probably cheaper tag. to buy that. I like it. It's probably uh, more affordable to buy that size car stock. It's fine, but it's <laughs> a little much. I get it off the growler. It's as big as the growler. Now, this is... Cool because uh, they also gave you something all inside it, right? Yeah, this is cool. I, right. I think this is awesome. So the beer we're trying from them today is their Rented Tux, and it's a vanilla porter. Wow, I didn't realize the ABU was so high. It's 9 point... No, wait, no. That's the date. <laughs> yeah, I was going like, to say wow. 9.17. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to check that. We don't quick. know that. Okay, I've got it on my phone. Hopefully, it's on their website or on Untapped. One of the I other. ABV on this one is 5.2%. Oh, nice. IBUs, 50. Oh, not bad. They've even got a description for bitterness, hoppiness, and the body. They, they say moderate bitterness, light hoppiness, and the body is medium to full. Uh, their description for this one is, We dressed up a working class porter with a delicate vanilla that casts subtle cinnamon and nutmeg accents. Mm. Is this on their website? Uh, yes. That's awesome. I have to shout them out for actually having a description and the beer on their website. You think that'd be standard, but he also didn't. We also haven't said one of the most exciting parts of this. Thing. Yes. So actually, on their beer menu in their tap room, there is uh, what they call the Thirsty Eye. The Thirsty Eye is this beer, the uh, Vanilla Porter, with a two ounce shot of their cold brew in it. Uh, so what I did is I got a, a growler of that uh, Vanilla Porter there and a cold brew. Uh, so we can go ahead and try the rented tux on its own, and then try it as the thirsty eye they call it. 
Nice. With the coffee added? With the coffee co- added. So. Dude, I'm excited. It's I love like coffee a, and I love beer. It's like a double. We get to try two variations of this. Well, yeah, you love to see it. Yeah. I think that's genius. I love the fact that they're doing that. There's no other breweries in Albuquerque that are doing that. And I commend them for it. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to try this. Very cool. Let's, let's pop it open. Another glass growler. You love to see it. <laughs> it's not a thirsty eye growler, though. They do have growlers, and they are glass. Kudos to them. <laughs> We're giving shout-outs out to every brewery that does a glass growler now. <laughs> All because of brew left. Seems standard of sorts, but apparently it's not. That's a beautiful head. Wow. Ooh. Smells smells very good, actually. Great head retention. Yeah. It's, that is crazy. a beautiful head. Oh, there must smells... be millions of bubbles in my glass. Stacked them on. Smells actually really good. It looks like <laughs> a, a porter. Did you know that? It also smells like one. It, it smells delicious. Yeah, this smells wow. great. You can kind of get that cinnamon on the nose. Yeah. yeah. That little bit of the, the nutmeg there, too. That's yeah, nice. Definitely, definitely get the cinnamon and nutmeg on the front. You actually yeah, get yeah, a little bit of spice. You actually get a little bit of coffee on the nose and a little bit of vanilla, too. You get the vanilla sweetness. Mm. That smells really, like the holidays, man. That's a really exciting nose. Yeah, it smells smells great. Should we go ahead it really smells great. Go ahead and try it without the cold brew and then throw it in there? See yeah, it's a, it's a really dark beer. Yeah. When you hold it up to the light, you get some like light, some reddish hue coming through. So it's not completely dark and blacked out, but it is uh, it's pretty dark beer. I think I'm going to have like two sips without cold brew and then try the rest of my class with it. With it. All right, let's go for a taste, huh? Ooh, Ooh that's good. That's a good pour. That's great. That's really good. Holy shit. Yeah, that's tasty. <laughs> it's it's drier than I was expecting. It to it's be drier in the body I wanted a little bit more. Well, it is a pour. No, but aside from but aside from that though, like that's great. I'm so happy that this is just a, a hint of vanilla and not overwhelmingly vanilla. Dude, like, that is this is a lot of cinnamon. Yeah, you get the the spices on this one, and uh, the the yeah, definitely a lot of cinnamon in that bag. It says a subtle hint of cinnamon in that bag on the description. That's not subtle. <laughs> it's very. Yeah, it's the, not too much. It's not overpowering. It's not overpowering. At it's all. not overpowering. It, it works well within the beer. It works no, well. It, I agree. It works well. It's not overpowering, but it's not subtle. Like you can, it's it's yeah. there. Oh, it's the, definitely there. Yeah. The cinnamon in that bag it lingers. That's all I'm tasting right now, and I've had a sip maybe twenty seconds ago. I'm really it's good. That. One thing I was worried about when it when I heard or when I read that it was a vanilla porter, I was worried that it would be too sweet, and it is not really that sweet. No. Like you do get a vanilla a flavor, but it's not too. It's really not sweet. It's, it's so actually roasty. kind of dry. Yeah, this yeah, is, it's got a nice roasty bitterness. That's good. This is a tasty porter. That's one of my favorite locals we've had in a while. I think. So yeah, me too. It's been a long, long time. Like, it would make me want... It would, this makes me want to go down there, like, tomorrow and try the rest of the stuff, basically. Yeah. yeah this will be, uh, be hit up on the weekend. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. That's, that's, like, one that... I don't know. It's one that I can keep going back to, for sure. Now, I'm interested, I'm interested to see how the coffee changes this, because... I was expecting it to be sweeter, and then as you poured the coffee in, I thought that might balance out. <laughs> well, I knew that was good. <laughs> I didn't really think it through. I actually I just poured, poured some ice from the cold. You had a lot of beer in there. I poured a good amount in there. They only poured two ounces. Yeah. He poured oh, really? about two ounces there. And this is going to be the difficult beer. part is gauging how much cold brew to pour into. 
And it's kind of tricky, too, because I'm sure the cold brew is a little bit watered down now because that's a couple hours old at this point. Well, you're pouring from the top of it, too. So, yeah, you're getting a lot of the, a lot of the water from the ice. That's true. I probably should have stirred it up. Do you, have, do you have a lid for this? You do. Okay. I just want to strain the ice out Smart. while as I pour in it is cold good. brew. It's not his first cold brew pour into a beer, except it probably is. Yeah, so. Let's go back in. Well, yeah, it's two ounces per full glass of beer, so it's only oh, going to be a little bit. Oh, my God. Instantly changes on the nose. Oh, man. I love that. Ooh, I love that. I you absolutely know, love that. That's amazing. I've, I've yeah. never had cold brew before in my life. Really? Until tonight. Oh, really? Just yeah. try it straight up. It's great. I, I, I will. <laughs> Holy shit, that adds a whole new I dimension to this beer. Whoa. That's uh, that's just straight iced coffee now. Yeah, it tastes it tastes great, though. Like it's. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I love coffee. But that's great. Yeah, that's, that's so drinkable. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm, I'm concerned with how much like the ratio I poured in. I'd want to go to the brewery and see how they did it, but yeah, what I'm tasting, what I, from what I did, is delicious. So it's a good idea. It's a great idea. Jesus. I think it's their really their flagship thing because they call it the thirsty eye. That's cool. So, That's a great concept. Yeah, absolutely. What a cool concept. It's such a good idea. It is. Oh that yeah. Caffeine. It, that, <laughs> oh yeah. We're gonna be up it's all night. Wake now. us up for the next uh, beers. So. I'm not sleeping oh, tonight. Man, we just did oh, that. <laughs> That's gonna be our theme oh, song. Man, <laughs> I love that. Song. Oh, I know it's such a great song. <laughs> Lionel Richie sings it. Lionel Richie. That's right. I love him. Last time we said Phil Collins. <laughs> I had to fucking cut that out. <laughs> You're going to have to cut it out again because it didn't happen. <laughs> didn't no, I cut it all out so they I can know now. Dogs, <laughs> didn't he invent Phil toy trains? Phil and Lionel do a collab album. Lionel Richie invented like toy trains, pretty sure. No. He what? invented them. He invented toy all trains. night long. Six <laughs> it's not even about that too. It's just, but it, you think about it. It's so sexual. You know, I can't have sex without his music. <laughs> I've never been able to climax without Lionel. <laughs> well, I can't even get it up. <laughs> I have a picture of him on the nightstand. He's on the fucking ceiling. Yeah, he's on the ceiling. When you're... I actually wear a, he's a like, mask. No, babe, I gotta be on bar. <laughs> I actually asked my girlfriend to wear a You're Lionel no Collins way. mask. Not Lionel Richie mask, and I wear one too. <laughs> I know. I, I screwed that up. Lionel Collins. That's a, is that a football player? Who is that? That's Phil Collins and Lionel Richie. Oh, yeah. What I meant to say is one of us wears one of those masks each. Oh. <laughs> Should we go on break after that note? Yeah, we're going on a break. <laughs> The beauty of episode two is nothing is held back, and our filter and everything else is drunk. Anyway, we're gonna go, go try Thirsty Eye. Yeah, go try Thirsty Eye. That was delicious. Um, highly recommend it. And we're gonna possibly do a copyright infringement song or not. So, we just sing it ourselves. Oh, so. we definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come at us, Lionel Richie. We'll kill you. No way, no. We've been talking about Lionel Richie this whole time. She did like a. We're going to need the cons. <laughs> Whatever you do, I'll do it too. Show me everything and tell me how. You don't mean something and yet nothing to me.
We've got some nice weather as of late, folks. It's been nice and under 90 for once. It's been great. It's been great. It's been the same as episode We're 48. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's the second of a double header. I thought it snowed in two weeks. <laughs> no. Okay, it's not that cold yet. Uh, God, weather's been in the mid-80s, some cloud cover, a little nice light breeze. Dipping down to the low 70s, high 60s at night. You love Tornadoes. to see it. You love to see it. Um, but this week's Unbreaking News goes to Pizza Hut. Ooh. What? Pizza Hut <laughs> debuts a gigantic <laughs> Cheez-It stuffed with even more cheese. A Cheez-It? No. Dude, it looks amazing. Sign me Wait up. Wait a minute. Sign you know, me up. A gigantic Cheez-It? You know, yes. It's a gigantic Cheez-It. With like more mozzarella cheese inside the cheddar cheese, it sign me up, sign me up, sign me Pizza up for Hut's five. Pretty good at Wait doing that stuff. Crust oh, stuff. Is, is this for real? Yeah, for real, hundred percent. Should we have this in the next pod, dude? I am of course down. I am so down. According to Pizza Hut, um, <laughs> I haven't been to Pizza Hut in ages. Yeah, before. I haven't had Pizza Do Hut. Do you guys in a long remember time. having the original stuffed crust, and it was like it, it was like eighteen, nineteen dollars for a large? Yeah, because yeah. it was. Groundbreaking and yeah. amazing. Yeah, I love that stuff. Dude, yeah. How do they do it? <laughs> How do they get the trays inside the crust? <laughs> yeah, no. um, so it says it's going to make its debut in just a few months. Oh, okay. Oh, I can't wow. No, soon. Not in a few months. It doesn't say when. It just says in a few months. Is there a picture of it? Yes. I gotta see this picture. Is it a technically a pizza? What do you mean? Is it's, it a a giant, it's a giant cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> Describe what you're seeing in people. It's just basically an oversized freaking cheese. It looks like, a, but you know, like when you open a cheese and there's like pockets of air. Yeah, yes. it looks like in those pockets of air they stuffed it with. It mods. looks like a calzone, but yes, the calzone's was, a cheese. It. I was gonna say that. Yeah, it's square calzone, but it's That's a cheese. It though. but a cheese. It looks like I have a it's new uh, like phone the... screensaver. <laughs> 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 you got a new contact, my girl. <laughs> like contact, a contact picture. picture. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. That's great news. Yeah, amazing. You got to love it. And shoot, let's get Pizza Hut online. Let's ask gonna, him when this. Pe- you're gonna call? Yes. Dial them up. <laughs> They're probably closed. No way. It's ten o'clock. Yeah, pizza Hut pizza near me. <laughs> All right. I hope they don't close at ten. Dang it. Okay. There's one that closes soon. Good. It closes the 10. 11. Oh, 11. let's see it. Let's ask him. 
Hello? Hello? Hey, you call Pizza Nuts McMahon. I can help you. Hi, I'm calling about your new Pizza Hut cheese it Do you guys have mm-hmm. it yet? Yes, sir, we do. You do? What does it run? Mm-hmm. So, let me check, because I know we have it on the $5 lineup deal, and I think by itself it's $646.49 by itself. Sure. Way too cheap. They could have they could have priced that's, it three that's times a as much. Steal. Wow. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if it had rolled out yet, so it's good to know that you have it. We'll probably be ordering it soon. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a nice day. Cheers. God Cheers. bless Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's already a thing. It, it is Holy like shit! You love to see it. Thank you, George, for Pizza Hut. We appreciate you. Oh, we should have ordered it. Is this uh, going to be I know. one of those Popeye's chicken sandwiches that just? Blows up. Oh man, we might no have, way. we might have should have just ordered it. There's not enough heat yet, but we're gonna be the first to bring it out next week. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have it on the next week's episode. We should. Yeah, we should. We should pick it up before we come over here. Yes. I don't even know where those Pizza Hut near me, dude. There's one right here. Uh like Montano and No. Taylor Antro. Maybe I'll pick one up before. I'm right on my way if I can this way. Some away. Some away. It's a dude, that's away. that's exciting. Yeah, well and he said it's part of the five dollar so you can get a pizza and a cheese it stuffed cheese it. For ten bucks. Well, next week, guys, we're get having pizza here. and beer. So I don't know what we're doing, but we're having pizza and beer. Well, you can get a pizza and cheese beer. Yeah, he said it's part of the five dollar lineup. <laughs> so if you get it by itself, it's like six fifty. But if you get it with a pizza, it's five bucks. I'm gonna be Ooh. fucking livid if it's just a normal cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking mini cheese. <laughs> it's just one cheese. It's not even the extra toasty one. It's just a regular cheese. All right, let's move it. on to the first we beer to of the second half. We have to close this off. Yeah, we have to close this off. Come on, man. God damn it. <laughs> second. I mean, <laughs> shit. If you, we got to have it, guys. This I'm is so hungry now. Damn you all. I know. This has been Unbreaking News with the Beer for Thought Podcast. And until next time... Get yourself a pizza hut stuff to eat. It's gotta be delicious. Till the last drop. Cause I love it. Okay. The next beer we have in the All Trillion Brewing Show is Faded Farmer Series. This is their Red Current Edition. It's a barrel aged fermented wild ale. It's packaged in a 750 ml bottle at 6.7% ABV. And this is bottled. Interesting. Ooh, cool Trillium cap. I want oh, to save this. Don't fucking break the Trillium cap. <laughs> I've never seen a Trillium cap. That's so cool. Oh, he's got to bring out the big one. <laughs> he's bringing out the grill one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't hear him screaming in the background, he said, What happened to my grill opener? What happened? <laughs> and for those who don't know, the grill opener opens the caps perfectly. No seam in the middle of the cap. No bending of the cap. No bending. You can't store that magnificent tool outside. You idiot. That's to preserve the caps. It's funny. When he opens up any door in the house, the air flows <laughs> yeah, crazy. The, it sounds, <laughs> like, it a, for a it sounds like a million souls pouring into hell. <laughs> <laughs> Just so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> of all the Antonio Brown scenes, come. Oh, too soon. Oh, wow. Not what I was expecting. It's not red. Yeah. Red current. I said it's red current. It's not red. It smells like it. It's like when a, when a creek pours out that color, basically. 
very excited. I love Trillium Sours. It smells like a um, the brewery sour. The brewery, oh, yeah, it does smell like the brewery. Like a fruit. Ooh, that Whoa. smells super tart. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of acidity on the nose, but I do get, you do get the red currant, like that berry profile. What's um, red currant as opposed to black currant? They're red. Yeah, it's just like a, it's literally the same berry, just red. I'm getting a bit of like an acid, acetony nose. I'm hoping it's not acidic, but it smells like it's going to be. It smells like it's going to be back in the plans. Yeah. Way back in the plans. Head dissipated really quickly. It's kind of like a light orange color. There's some sediment. Looks like some fruit particles in it. Let's go for a taste. Ooh. Wow, that's sour. Ooh, that's tart. That's real tart. tart. And acidic. But flavorful. Ooh. Wow. It's it was almost like sour before it hit my tongue. Like my tongue knew it was coming. <laughs> like right before it hit it, I was like, oh here it comes. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like no. Oh, dude, that's good though. That's great. Oh, that's yeah. we, we haven't had we haven't had a sour this or no anything this tart in a long. We haven't time. had anything this abrasive in a while. In a while, and it's you can definitely feel it since Black since Black Project. Yeah, but this you one feel right about this you. one doesn't hurt me as Black Project did. Maybe it's because it's the first one of the night, but Black Project like hurt my throat. It's about like eighty seven percent up the driveway. Oh, this is up the driveway to me. All the way, gets you in the glands, oh, tickles, tickles, I tickles the, the twine, gland it tickles the twine. No question, I can feel it in the glands. I don't, I can't feel it in the glands yet. It makes me, it makes me feel like I've been chewing on like a piece of gum for like a couple hours. But I don't have a deep, I didn't have a deep drink like you. So I had like, been having nice sips. I enjoy that though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about 87% up the driveway for me. I agree. Doesn't, doesn't get to my glands. Oh, it's, it's close. Might be 89% for me. We got two people to say it is, two people to say it's not. So it's close. It's very wow, close. Wow, that is. It's delicious, though. I wish I knew what red currants were. So good. I don't want to say it's like overpowering in sweetness because it's not. So red currants have a mild sweet flavor, more distinctive and richer in vitamin C. Sure. Okay. Black currants are pungent with sweet tart flavor, similar to blackberries. Uh-huh. You can really taste the vitamin C. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of vitamin C in this one. Ooh, this beer leads off with like a, a quick hit of sour for me, and then you get a little bit like the oak characteristics uh, of the barrel. Yeah, it gets some barrel. Uh, and then it goes right back to like, hey, I'm sour as hell, and you're going to feel it. Dude, I like that. But it's it's, it's not it's not overly acidic. Like, it's it doesn't No, it doesn't hurt going it doesn't down. Hurt. I really enjoy it. I think it's quite drinkable. It's not overly acidic, which I can appreciate, but it is very, very tart. It's it's definitely the tartest beer we've had in a while. And it is it, there is some acidity to it, but it's not overly acidic. Yeah. You can sip it, but you don't have to like be afraid of it. I don't like think. I, I don't know okay. So it's a seven fifty mil. I don't know I'm sure at some point it would be difficult to drink the whole thing for myself. Yes. But Probably amongst yes. four people I think it's fine. I really do. I think it's it's a perfect sharing beer. This is a sharing beer. It's a great sharing beer, and your your palate does acclimate. Like mine's. Oh yeah. After that first sip, like it's nowhere near as as tart no. for sure. But it it is. It's pretty damn good. I like this. Pretty damn good. Yeah, I think it's good. And I didn't catch the date on this one. 
Oh, package 13 of December 2017. Okay. Oh, well. Nearly two you years. bought this at the brewery? At the brewery. Nice. Wow, that's so cool. Two years Very old. cool. Nearly oh. two years. Cool. Awesome. Well, that explains a little bit too. I mean, maybe it, maybe it was a little more acidic. Maybe it kind of mellowed out a little bit. All right. Let's move on to the next beer. Let's do it. The next beer we have in the Australian show is number 6.37. This is part of their Fermutation series. Fermutation. No bleeding. <laughs> this is a sour ale with orange peel, passion fruit, guava, oh. vanilla, and lactose. Oh, hell this yeah. This is packaged in a 16-ounce pint can at 8.1% ABV. This one sounds crazy. This one's three weeks old, so. I've been doing the last one. Years. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> Dang, man. That's, uh, that sounds great. I love... Evan loves guava, and so do I, but passion fruit, phenomenal. And I know uh, lactose gets a little bit of a bad rap sometimes. Well, it depends. But I love it. Love it. I love the label on this one. It's it's very simple. It looks like a, it's a copper label, like a new penny. And then it's just kind of like black and white lettering on that copper label. But it's a cool label. Cool color, I should say. I sure like them. Oh, it says it's aged in stainless fermenters. Oh, really cool. So I guess that copper copper color is for the stainless fermenters unless they're... I mean, the stainless fermenters stainless can also steel. be... It could be stainless steel. Yeah. Could be the color of the can. Ooh. Wow. You saw it? I saw the color just looking into the can. It looks great. It's like a hazy color. So hey, the the nose on this is just so strong. You get you get guava, you get orange. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's so strong, man. Oh my god, I gotta you whip it out smell from it across like the table, two feet away. That's guava passion fruit, and you do get that orange peel like underneath it too. But it's really, really dominated by that guava, like big time. It's really just, I get a little bit of, uh, I notice with guava, sometimes I'll get a little bit of banana note, like, like just like the ripe, like a ripe banana. I don't know. It's really good. It just smells ridiculous. I, I got to taste it. It's like, a, it looks like fresh guava juice in the glass, like going in. That's not beer. It's juice. It's so smooth. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking juice back in the really, Yeah, game. it really just tastes like. Honestly, Danielle bought this Trader Joe's blend. It's orange juice, guava juice, and. Optus uh, uh, mama juice? Mango. <laughs> it's orange, guava, and mango all in one juice, and it tastes exactly like this. The guava and the passion fruit and the vanilla all up front there for me. And then you get that orange peel like towards the end. That's, yeah. that's the fun to finish for me. I really like that. Yes, I get this strong you do get peel. orange peel yeah. at the end. Yeah. yeah. That's the finish. Wow. What a but cool you get, you Definitely get the guava and the passion fruit straight up in the front. Wow, because the lactose usually lends to like a sweetness, but the finish isn't really that bad. Like it, I'm not left with the sweet finish. I feel like the lactose and the vanilla, that combination just mellows it out and it makes it smooth. Dude, that's a good beer. Eight point one, no way. Yeah, that's <laughs> strong. That is that's dangerous. Eight point one percent. That's is strong. One of oh, danger beers. Eight point one. You could give it's, this to a kid. 
<laughs> you get a Please don't. We, we, in a we juice box. Not, uh, They'd become alcoholics instantly. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. If Trillium's looking to build that future customer base, just give this out for free to a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> really get, get them all there, yeah. We don't support underage drinking. No, we do not. I mean, we uh, don't. Unless your parents are cool with it, then go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's great. I get uh, it's mostly dominated by guava for me. Oh yeah, but the the finish for me is all orange peel, which is nice. Like it offsets kind of the sweetness. You don't of the get guava. the orange. I do get a little bit of orange, but it's mostly dominated by guava, for me. That's all straight fruit, basically. That is. That's pretty crazy. Not too sour. Not too sour. No, no it's, it's not sour at all. No. Just tastes like carbonated juice, guava juice, grape juice. Yeah, seesaw is one of my favorites from Trillium for sure. Man, I like this better than seesaw. This is great. I do. I don't I know. Like there's, the, there's a lot of variants of that. Yeah, though. I, 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 well, I think Teresa, the ones I've had are more berry flavors. Yes. Um, I, I, I more partial to citrus than berry. Yeah. I'm that's starting just, to lean. That's just me. I'm though. starting to lean that way because the stone fruits and yeah, guava, especially when it's guava and passion fruit. Unbelievable. All right, let's. Uh, should we move on? Yeah, I'm say. Do we have another nope. one to move on to? Oh my god, that's exciting. We got one last beer from yeah. The last and final beer we have in the Trillium Brewing Company show is another Faded Farmer series, Blueberry. This is packaged in a 330 milliliter bottle at 7.3% ABV. Wow, so quite the difference. We had two Faded Farmer series. One's a little tiny bottle, one's a real big bottle. So They sold three Faded Farmers when I was there. They had the red currant, blueberry, and then they had peaches. And we skipped on the peaches. Well, we've had a lot of peaches prior. So I wanted to try the blueberry and the red currant. I like the blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> great, great analysis. Thank you for that input, Zach. I like the blueberries. I like the blueberry. I'll stand by that forever. <laughs> I do like You know, I will say, blueberry has probably been ruined for me because of the beer we had this past weekend. Oh my god. Yes, bottle logic. Yeah. Stealth mode. Stealth mode. I definitely would have been down for the peach and blueberry. But I'm not complaining. I appreciate you bringing these back. That's a cool little bottle. Yeah. It's a cute little thing. Very, honestly, really beautiful label on these. All of their labels. Yeah, they're very... The thing about Trillium is they're all really, really simple, but it makes for great branding because it's recognizable and it's classy and clean. Not a whole lot going on. I don't mess with the colors too much. Just like straight, like one-note colors. There is a color. This is the prettiest color yet. It looks like fresh-squeezed blueberry juice. Nose is similar to the red currant, just not as acidic. I don't know. I smell blueberry. I get blueberry, but I get a little bit of, like, band-aid kind of. Yeah. I not too. not too much. Like, not, not enough to, like, scare me, but. It's there, though. So this was bottled 23rd of May, 2019. Yeah. Maybe not band-aid. Maybe, like, smelling like a kickball. Like rubber, like, <laughs> like a, a rubbery, bit, like, rubbery kind of yeah, it's a little rubbery. Yeah, that's that's probably a good thing though. That's probably the chemicals. You get some rubber for sure on those. It kind of smells like a pencil eraser. 
<laughs> what? That's such a good call. You have to really no, but that's a good call. Like, uh, it's just so funny how he just came up with yeah, that. The image, like, I really pencil, the image I get in my head is Matt shoving a pencil up his nose. <laughs> I used to do that. You know, like, uh, you know, like that kid on uh, Little Rascals? Oh, the one with brain damage from shoving a pencil up his nose? Yeah. I like how you just like pinpointed Fun fact, Matt was actually the actor in uh, Little Rascals. Oh, yeah. That does not smell like pencil eraser. <laughs> yeah, it actually does. <laughs> Yes. The little pink eraser on top of the number two pencil. I don't remember what it sounds like. I used I to hate when they... Er- Wait, you know what the worst thing was, though? When those erasers got, like, the smear that they couldn't rub off and it would, like, smear your oh paper? Oh, my God, that's the worst, yeah. dude. Oh, and it got some ink on that's the little... That's the fucking yeah. worst. Yeah. It's all, I hear you, man. I hate that that's why you ha- That's why you needed the, the big brick eraser. Yeah, With the weird oblong shape. Yeah. No, it wasn't oblong, but it was a weird, like, yeah, ge- geometric shape. The pink shape. one that's all... Yeah, it was just a brick. It was just a race of brick. I don't know what it is. It's like a. What are they called? I don't even know what shape that is. Not those stupid ones that cap the pencil. Those ones are trash. It is a rectangle with a slant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an obtuse. It's an obtuse. They call it. Talking about the big (laughs) pink eraser that when you were as dumb as I was, you needed one to erase all your mistakes. It's a perpendicular. Perpendicular? What the damn hell? I'll go with that. Right, I'm going for my drink after that. <laughs> I'm going in for my drink. Zach got a kick out of his own joke. <laughs> uh, okay. Funny looking. It's a parallelogram. parallelogram. That's what I was trying to say. There you go. Wow, how do we not know? Zach said paradigmogram. No, wait, no, no, sorry. <laughs> parallelogram is the category. No, that's when it's upside down. Dude, I just tasted it. How is it? Oh. That might be all the way up the driveway. All the way, but not acidic. Like, but not acidic. Yeah. Okay, you got me intrigued. I'm going in. Ooh, ooh, that's interesting, though. It's like uh, it doesn't like beat you up on the way up. It just like sneaks up there. Yeah, that's a blue. That's a ripe blueberry juice, and then soured beard. Yeah, it's so wonderful. It smells. It, it smells like fresh blueberries, but it also tastes like fresh squeezed blueberry juice. Also, with a nice like tartness to it. That's delicious. Tastes nothing like pencil erasers, too. So that's no, great. it doesn't. <laughs> You're right. That it's juicy blueberry. Yeah, yeah, it's super juicy. Like that's like you can't get that kind of juice. You're just eating a couple of blueberries. You have to like squeeze life out of a bunch to get that. That's right. Flavor. Make sure you squeeze the life out of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. It does have like some nice tartness to it, but you really get a lot of blueberry flavor. And it's not too abrasive in terms of it's acidity, not, right? Like, no, no, no. Like the it's, red it's currant a, was way more. Oh, yeah. It's definitely less acidic than the red currant. Yes. Yeah, this, this is definitely tart. Just as tart as that beer was, but yeah, it's not as acidic by any means. Oh, man. It's so exciting every time a, a brewer pulls off blueberries in a beer. It is. It's, it's hard it's to do. Such it's such a, a delicate fruit, man. I'm slowly converting to blueberry as my favorite, if it's done right. Because we've had some great ones recently, and this one is one of them. Delicious use of blueberry, for sure. Yeah. This tastes like if they took that, uh, the girl from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like a, a blueberry <laughs> of that size, and they squeezed it down petunia? into the <laughs> You're talking about petunia? That's right, teacher. What's happening? You need to drink my beer the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> No, but basically, if you if you squeeze life out of Petunia, uh, squeeze her back to regular size, uh, uh, and and somehow filter that all the blood. Evan has a blood clot in his right leg. <laughs> Jesus, I really feel like I do. 
Oh. He keeps falling asleep. Everyone's got a hard on. We gotta take him to the hospital, hospital, guys. He's an alcoholic now. <laughs> his kidney's failing. <laughs> his kidney's failing by his knee. It smells so. <laughs> it smells so acidic on the nose, but it, the, it you does. really don't get any acidity in the flavor. <laughs> no, it's it, great. It's pleasant. Thankfully, yeah, it, it's it doesn't super pleasant. taste like uh, rubber at all. It's great. It's kind of. It's. It's almost like a Casey side project level, like smoothness. Because usually they have that nice, flavorful berry or like you know whatever fruit they're using. They tend to know how to use the acidity level or the sour level, and I think this kind of pairs well with that. That stuff. It sucks because it's in a 330 milliliter bottle. This is one that I can drink by myself. Well, it's a little bottle. And yeah, I can drink for sure. by myself a thousand times over, yeah. For sure. would be it's close not- for me. Like I, I, I'm good with the five ounces I had. I'll take your whatever. So you're left. You're more than welcome. <laughs> I could drink this until I was killed. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you killed? From Smothered. drinking too much alcohol. Oh, all right, let's wrap her up. Let's do it. We can do get it or forget it. In it. Yeah. Do we need to? All right, we just finished drinking blueberry from the Faded Farmer series by Trillian Brewing Company. This is their barrel fermented wild ale series. Now, we're going to go back and recap all these beers that we had and do a get it or forget it. So. The first beer we had in the All Trillion Brewing Show was Melcher Street India Pale Ale. Get it or forget it, Jay. Honestly, the only thing I can remember from this beer <laughs> was the Urban Dictionary definition. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it was a good beer, but I, I can't for the life of me remember it, so I'm going to say for that. Uh, you know, the beer tasted fine, but they put the label on Cook It, and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> see, you'll, you'll see in the pictures, so. <laughs> they did put the label on Cook It. They yeah. didn't see it. It's, it's obviously a move to just try and piss off people that are, like, somewhat OCD, and which I don't think I really am. You're obviously not, you are. OCD. Yeah, it, it, it pissed well, me it off, just, It just makes me mad that they're trying to piss off those people, you know? There you go. I have friends that are OCD. <laughs> my my other personality is OCD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Evan Melcher Street. Out of all the ones that we had, this would be my forget it. I think really? it just was bottom of the barrel of the of the ones the selection that we had. I don't know. It was not my favorite. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna agree with everybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna go go ahead and say forget it as well. I, there was nothing memorable about it. It wasn't super juicy. It wasn't super floral. Not super tropical. Not super earthy. It was just kind of like a generic hazy IPA. And it wasn't bad by any means. It was a solid beer. But the fact that it was forgettable is going to leave me to say that is uh, forget it, unfortunately. So the next beer we had was Vicinity Double IPA. Let's go, Evan. What'd you think? This was my runner-up as the uh, bear of the show. It was quite delicious. I really liked the uh, the freshness of it. It was great. All right, Jay. Yeah, that was a great IPA. It was a great hazy. <laughs> New England IPA. <laughs> as I said when we were drinking it, it kind of reminded me of the treehouse ones we had. And I don't know, it was a super juicy cantaloupe, melony flavor. Get it for sure. Z. Uh, yeah, vicinity is great. It's get it for me. It's it's rock. 
Vicinity is also my runner-up for beer of the show. Like Evan, I thought it was phenomenal. Tons of cantaloupe, uh, really fruity, juicy, nice mouthfeel. Uh, Vicinity is a definite get it for me. Then we moved on to the local spotlight, which belongs to Thirsty Eye Brewing. We did that little experience experiment Ooh. where we it was their rented tux vanilla porter, but we made their Thirsty Eye by pouring their cold brew into the rented tux vanilla porter. Both versions were great. Both were great. It was, the beer, the rented tux on its own was delicious, and with a little bit of added cold brew, it was phenomenal as well. Obviously, more coffee character. But wow, that was uh, I haven't now. Thirsty Eye hasn't been open for a, a long time. They've only been open for three, four months. Yeah, not a whole long, uh, not a, not very long. But that being said, it makes me want to go check them out, man. It's actually honestly, pretty good. Honestly, that was. I would like to see that exact setup that we had on tap, just because like I want to see how they're portioning out themselves. Yeah, yeah. But man, it was, it was delicious. Yeah, very good. We're all in agreement. That's one of our favorite local spots in a while. Oh yeah, I don't drink cold brew coffee, and that cold brew was awesome. Nice. Yeah, so it's delicious. Yeah, there's still more. I might say that for tomorrow. My way to work. Yeah, we always encourage everyone to go check out their local brewery. Um, Thirsty Eye is located it's like downtown Albuquerque, isn't it? Broadway and Central. Broadway and Central. There you go. Uh, all right. And then back on to Treehouse Brewing, we then had the Faded, the, uh, the Faded Farmer Series Red Current Edition. For me... <sighs> That one's a tough call for me. I, I'm i going to say forget it for me because it was a little bit more acidic than I like, and I didn't pull a whole lot of fruit character. It was a decent sour. If you were like really puckering sour with a slight acidity, that'd be for you. Unfortunately, that's not really up my alley, so I'm going to say forget it on that one. Jay? I actually enjoyed that beer. It was a little acidic, like Matt said, but if you're a sour fan, I think you can pull through as long as you share this beer. I would not try and take it on by yourself. So that's a get it. All right, Evan. Uh, I'm going to say forget it for this one. Didn't really get any of the fruit characteristics to it. Didn't get any red currant at all. It was just straight acidic. Nothing out of the ordinary for it. All right, Z. Uh, this one for me is a get it. I think it's it's not overly acidic or overly tart, and there's a nice little barrel characteristic uh, in the middle of uh, that one going down. Oh, I'm down with that one. Would drink again. All right. Uh, we then had the f- Fermutation Series, number 6.37. It was Trillium Sour. Huh? Is it permutation or permutation? I think oh, it's it permutation. P? Permutation, you're right. P and the F. It's hard to read it, kind of. I'm sorry. What's you're, P and the F? What does that mean? Well, P and the F's look kind of Is that similar. a sexual thing? <laughs> could I don't be, get it. Could be. Uh, permutation series. You're right. I said permutation multiple times, so cor- <laughs> I stand corrected. It is a P, not an F. Permutation series number six point three seven. Uh, sour ale with orange peel, passion fruit, guava, vanilla, lactose. This is my beer of the show. Wow. All right. Uh, it's just um, it's just so guava forward. Nice prickly. This would be beautiful if you actually mix this with champagne. It would still make a great mimosa, and that's eight percent, eight point one percent. 
That that's a that's a mega that's a that's what you call a mega mimosa. A mega mosa. <laughs> Which I may try one day. But this is my beer of the show. Really enjoyed it. Great, great beer. Um Jay. This kind of reminded me, now that I think about it more, it kind of reminded me of that Urban Artifact where it had that beautiful fruit complexity. That being said, I'm going to go ahead and say that's my runner-up. So very close to being my beer of the show, but I couldn't pull enough of a beer characteristic for me to name it my beer of the show. Even though I love just straight juice, I'm going to go ahead and say Mm runner-up. Z. Uh, Spirit for me is definite. Get it? I'm also going to call it my my runner-up. The uh, guava is amazing. Tons of it. And then I really like the orange peel finish. Helps offset some of that sweetness from the guava and the vanilla and the lactose and all that. Uh, Great beer. Very good. Get it. Evan. This is my beer of the show. Yeah. Nice. I really enjoyed the dimensions of this one. Although the vanilla lactose kind of melts the uh, guava and the passion fruit out and you definitely get that orange peel at the end. I think it's delicious. Alrighty. That's two beer of the shows from Evan and I, and then two runner-ups from Zach and Jay. For sure. Really great beer. Uh, and then the last and final beer we had of the night was the Faded Farmer Series Blueberry. Uh, for me, that was a great beer. Not overly acidic, really not too acidic at all, really, even though it smelled acidic on the nose. Nice blueberry character. Um, really well done. Definitely my favorite from the two Faded Farmer series we had uh, uh, tonight. So uh, that's a get it for me, for sure. Z. Uh, this is going to be my beer of the show. Really enjoy anytime somebody can pull off blueberries in the sour. Oh. Especially. I mean, I've never really seen any other style of beer. Um, at least hardly ever. Yeah. But no, this one's rocking. It's great. All right. Evan. This is a definite get it. I thought the blueberry shine in this one more than that red currant did in the other pan farmers. Blueberry juice just fermented. It was delicious. All right, Jay, you're closing it out. That is my beer of the show as well with Zach. Um, it's such a delicious, <laughs> wow, <laughs> such a delicious a use of uh, blueberry. Um, it kind of reminded me of like Jester King Spawn, as I said, side project. It, it kind of like ranked up there with their blueberry beers, at least from what I've had. I think it's delicious. Not um, the funk that a spawn has, though. No, but no, like, like that complexity of like style with the blueberry. I think it's just perfect use of blueberry. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it, what I'm trying to say is it reminds me of something they would put out. Okay, fair. And I don't know, I think the perfect use of blueberry, and I would definitely say, if you can get some, go ahead. All right, that's going to conclude our second episode of the night. I hope you all enjoyed that second episode banter and just <laughs> craziness. Um, Trillium Brewing Company. Now, I want to ask you guys this: out of since we've done since we did Treehouse last week and we did Trillium this week, out of the two, which was your favorite brewery? Well, last week we did. Well, yes. La- okay. <laughs> Real time, last week we did Treehouse. Podcast time, two weeks ago we did Treehouse. Yeah, I would say Treehouse. Treehouse. I'm going Treehouse. Treehouse, yeah. And my favorite style is Sours. And these guys did a better representation of Sours, but 
the lineup from Treehouse was just so we're all in agreement. Everything was great. We're all in agreement that we had that we enjoyed Treehouse more. Yeah, awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh yeah, pretty yes. cool to get a little snapshot of the uh, Boston beer market that's going down over awesome. there in New England. Yeah, so. Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Yeah, I love can, to see it. That kind of concludes yeah. our little uh, Boston jaunt. Yeah. yeah, a little jaunt around Boston. For you know sure. what? I didn't have a single Sam Adams when I was out there. What a shame. Thank you, Evan, for bringing down. Yes, thank you, Evan. Our last three shows. We appreciate it. I'm happy they uh, they held out with the trip and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. they yeah. did. Always go out and support your local breweries. We always say that, especially if they they brew great beer. That's an important part. Maybe. And coffee. <laughs> and coffee, yeah. And especially if they combine the two. Yeah. Thirsty Eyed is both. You love to see it. Love to see it. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Happy Thought Podcast on Instagram. Do you guys have anything else to plug? Any good food and good movies and good books? Go in and uh, try your Pizza Hut. Nah. Cheesy. Dude, we're having that next week. That's <laughs> next episode week. We'll, 50. We'll let you know. We'll let you know next week if we like episode it. Episode 50. But go get your... Uh, did we talk about this episode? The Stripes or was that last episode? Last episode. Go get oh, Firebird. Yeah. I'll get Firebird this <laughs> we, we mentioned both on the last episode. Jesus, get that's Firebird, what honorable mention. See, strikes. when you have two shows at one night, you don't know what's happening. Oh, I, you do if you're it's aware. It's a blend. It's a blend. Okay. Well. <laughs> do you know, like the blueberry? Uh, what do I want to plug? SoundCloud. No. Instagram. Twitter. To the last drop. All right. To the last drop. Why did you cheers with the bottle? Because I'm trying to get some extra glass sounds in there for us. <laughs> oh, well. You did it. You got an extra one in there. Yeah, it's probably crisp as hell. Got that leg, leg, what is it? The syndrome where it's restless? Oh, leg syndrome. That would suck. <laughs> yeah. To have restless legs? Syndromes? Oh, dude, your legs. <laughs> I think you have to take weed for that. <laughs> what is it? Is your legs are so like, Your legs are like, flailing? suddenly I have restless legs. <laughs> oh, damn. Your I legs are just flailing legs. around everywhere? Or how's that work? I know it's, it feels like you're, like you need to move your legs. Yeah, like there's spiders oh. crawling up. There's a couple of like massive spiders outside my house. Very concerning. I think they're beginning to uprise. Have you sprayed your house? Yeah, or but they're just hanging outside, eating, hanging eating, other, eating other bugs. No, they're not inside. I've got a little spray around the house. It's all good. Okay. Ain't no bugs. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Only coarse lights every day. No butt lats when she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, they call me? Ain't no Pangea. Oh, I know. Patagonia. Patagonia. Pangea's been gone for a while, but. Ain't no Pangea when she's home. I thought Pangea was when all the continents were together or whatever. Yeah, but they separated, so we're still technically on Pangea. No, no. 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 Yeah. Oh, or it's dude. not Pangea no Think more. about it. It's like a puzzle, dude. Is it yeah. still part of the puzzle okay, when you so unravel it? Are we in Mexico right now, Dude, then? That's like saying no, no, if the no, Earth blew up. Because New Mexico is a new term. Pangea was the overall all of the Earth mass. Wait a minute. Nah, that's, that's, let's think yeah. about it this way. When you buy a puzzle, right? Get out of here. When you, when you, when you mail something <laughs> to your buddy, you don't write, like, United States 
North Pangea. America, Pangea. Pangea. You don't do that. That's different. Yeah, now why would you do that? Yeah, we're, this is a well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, mean, I guess you could. So you're not going to pretend that we're not from apes now. <laughs> do we are? Don't, apes? Don't, don't get that started. <laughs> we don't. We don't, got, we don't got time for that. We don't believe in the evolution here. <laughs> don't you start this? <laughs>